Love Talk Radio. Let's keep it Before we go into the world, we're going to pray. We 
know that the atmosphere has already been set. Amen. I can feel it. The atmosphere has already, already conducive to the Spirit of God to move. Hallelujah. But I believe that we can go a little step further. Hallelujah. So I'm saying what I'm eating right about now. I'm going to get to a taste and see that the Lord, He is good. So we're going to really keep some good food this morning. Not just the pots of breakfast, amen, that's being served to you. So we're going to provoke the presence of God. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. We honor you with the first fruit of our lips, and we bless your holy name. Lord, we thank you that we enter into your presence, oh God, with our hearts open up to you, oh God. We enter in, Father God, with a heart of thanksgiving. Let me know how good it is to bless you. Hallelujah. For you are an awesome God. You are an amazing God. Lord, we thank you that we're nothing without you. Hallelujah. We thank you that you are God, that you spoke me in before the beginning. We thank you that you are the first and the last. You're the rose of cheering. You're the lips of our valley. We give you praise right now, oh God. That is your word that goes out and it heals them, oh God. It's your word, Father God, that brings the light to us, oh God. And we bless you right now. Lord, we command your presence in this house, oh God. We command, oh God, your love, oh God, your glory. Let your glory fill this place, oh God. Fill the temples of your people. Oh God, we bless you right now, oh God. For we are bearers of the glory. Hallelujah. Come on and bless his name. Come on and start the atmosphere of hope. We worship you in the beauty of holiness. Come on and start the atmosphere of worship. Come on and give the first fruit of your message. And let us know what he is to you. Let us know how faithful you are to him. Come on and bless his name. Oh, we give you glory. Oh, we give you praise. Oh, we bless his name right now. You are the great deliverer. Lord, is power the blood of Jesus. You are the great healer. You are the great one. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you right now. Glory be to God. We pray for every distraction. Hallelujah. Every withering spirit to hold your people back. And we lose the power of God in their lives that they're free to worship. They're free to serve you. They're free to love upon you. For the joy of the Lord is their strength. They're not bound by their feelings and their emotions. For who the Son of Man has set free? We're free indeed. They're not bound by their past. Come on and bless the name of the Lord. We pierce the darkness. Hallelujah. Let's go over to the city. We call on the stronghold. Let's go over to the city. Fear of complacency. Laziness. Slowfulness. Lack of prayer. We touch the effort that change will come. And we decree that change will come right now. We get your praise. Get a malice. Get a hate. We pour out a stronghold. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Get a malice. Get a addiction. Get a separation. We pour out a stronghold. For the weapon of our warfare is not strong. But it's lying through God. So we pour it out a stronghold. We need your praise right now. Fear of separation. Fear of anxiety. Fear of sickness. Hallelujah. Fear of poverty. Fear of nasty. We pour down a stronghold. Hallelujah. And we believe. Hallelujah. Walk in witness. And in our hearts. We believe healing. Just in our hearts. We believe peace. Just in our hearts. We release the joy. We release all pieces. It's in our home. We release that the people in the name of God will walk away before you, O oh God. Hallelujah. Righteousness is in our home. Righteousness is in our home. We release, hallelujah. You are not healing. We destroy every yoke of the devil. Glory be to God. Let the people of God will 
Amen. You got to let the devil know I know who. Amen. I know who I am. Glory be to God. But I thank and praise God that I have a privilege to talk on, to speak on, and to minister on the words of the Lord dealing with the purpose of rising up early to meet with God. There's a purpose. Amen. Somebody say it's intentional. Intentional means there's a purpose. So that means your prayer, there's intentional behind everything that you pray. There's a purpose for what you're praying. There's a purpose for how you're praying when you're praying in the spirit of God. Amen. And I'm going to talk about as I go into the word of God, that even when Moses, when he brought the children, amen, out of Egypt, and they murmured, they complained. And God even heard those murmurs. Because he told Moses, tell the people to meet with me. And I'm going to supply them with everything that they need. Now, here on God has delivered you from the worst evil thing in the world. Now, you think he's going to bring you out and put you back in? But it shows you the mindset of people. But he told Moses to command the people to gather earth and to gather the manna. Manna was a type of food, amen, that God prepared and he rained down from heaven to supply the needs of his children. God said, I'm still a bread of life. That brother Roger, this is really good. He said that, you know what, to gather them early in the morning to get the matter. But don't you know he is the word? So that was a double blessing. Not only are you gathering them up for natural food, but you're gathering to me for spiritual food. And what I was seeing was God was instructing in the, in the children back then what he's saying today is, I want you to come to me in the morning. Eat me in the morning. For I am the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was God. And the word is God. And it will always remain God. And the word is our food. That's our spiritual food. That's how we exercise who we are. That's how we get by. That's just like I look at my husband in the morning sometimes and in the evening and how diligent he is. And he has his mind fixed not only to pray. But he works out. You know, so he has conditioned his mind to work out. We have to condition our mind in prayer to work the things out of God. Amen. To work all the spiritual being within us. So we just can't rely on natural. But we have to flow in the spirit. And what a time to meet with God. First things first. First be king. The kingdom of God. And all his righteousness and everything else will be added. But we're so busy, we're so caught up with what's going on on Facebook, what's going on with our email, who are texting me like an answer, that before we say, Lord, I thank you, the first thing we grab is our phone. The first thing we do, we go to our computer. Instead of going to God. And this is really helping us to align our life up. That first thing first. Early in the morning when I rise up, let's read the word of God. Amen. It says early in the morning, glory be to God. I'm getting before myself. I'm back up a little bit. Psalms 27 and 8. It says, when thou said, seek my faith, my heart said unto thee, thy faith, Lord, will I seek so when the Lord is calling you up and he's waking you up, he is not waking you up to deal with the drama you dealt with when you went to bed and you laid down last night. But he's saying, Lord, I want to show you my glory. I want you in my presence. So I'm calling you to a place that only is about me and you. It's good to have a court prepared. It's good when me and my husband pray together. And that's a blessing. But don't you know he's an example? When I'm laying in the bed and when he gets up at 4 o'clock in the morning and he goes into the office and lays before God, guess what it does? It tells me, you know what? I've got to get up. And the Lord knows I have to be at work. But still, my body, my mind has to be set in motion. It has to be postured to spend that time with God. Spending time with God in the morning, it gives us instruction. It gives us balance. 
is good. Yeah. And it's a blessing. And it's a given and expected in. But God says there's a daily plan that I have for you today. And it's not like it was yesterday. So some of us, we get up in the morning with the same old routine. But one thing we're missing is some fellowship. And that's what it's all about, getting into the presence of God to commune with our Father. To say, oh God, I'm sitting here. And he says, well, I inhabit the praises of my children. So when we get into the presence of God, God says, I'm sitting right here with you. I'm sitting right here with you. I'm here to instruct you. I'm here to talk to you. I'm here to guide you. But how can we receive God when we say, I don't know what to do? Well, I don't know what to do. God said, I'm waiting for you to come to me. Quit calling your friend. Quit depending on your sugar daddy and your man. Quit depending on your sugar mama, whatever kind of what you got going on in your life. And get back to the real business. And that's coming to the Lord. Amen. He said, those that wait upon me, and they call upon me, I will renew them. Hallelujah. People can't renew you like God. Come on and give God a hand praise. Hallelujah. John 6 and 35 declare, when we're talking about giving, God's the first fruit of our day. Amen. And I know that God has taken us into a system here. This is how this has to operate. You can't do it no other way but doing it God's way. John 6 and 35 says, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst again. And we're not talking about this natural hunger, but we're talking about a hunger, a thirst after righteousness. For the word says one in Matthew 5 and 6, blessed are those who hunger and thirst, what, after righteousness, and they shall be filled, they shall be Satisfied. Don't you know when you get into the presence of God, it doesn't matter what goes on around you, you're satisfied. Because your father has already let you know, as my sister was saying this morning, because we have positioned ourselves to hear from God. Not just your pastor teacher. You don't just go into prayer and just do it all the time. You have to wait on the Lord and say, speak, oh God, when your servant is living. Amen. And even if you don't hear him or you don't get a word from him, you say that. Even if you have to get up and go to work, you can still stay in the presence of God and say, Lord, I'm still waiting on you. Lord, I'm still calling on you. Lord, I'm still I'm going to depend upon you. I'm not going to turn to the left or to the right. I'm not going to make a, a, a crazy move. But Lord, I'm going to move in you. But in you that I live and move, it's in you that I have my being. So you wait on the Lord. You don't get desperate. Unless you have a desperation. We talked about desperate. Unless you become desperate for the Lord and the things of God. But you don't make desperate moves because you mess up. And God knows that you're tired. God already knows what we've been through. But he said, but are you willing to wait on me? Even when I'm not speaking, I'm still speaking. Because I'm calling you closer. Because when he's not speaking to you, you should have a heart to say, you know what, I'm going to run after you. And the dear person out of the water, my soul has to go after you. So he's calling you closer. So even in the non-speaking, I'm calling you closer. Seek me. You shall find. So that means, you know what, keep hiding something. But keep coming after me. The fact when you play with your children and, and they play hide and seek, don't tell them here. They hiding right here. Do they see me? God is sending the Spirit. Don't tell them I'm up here. Because I want them to go after me. Don't tell them I'm on the outside. Because I want them to run on the outside. Don't tell them I'm in the bathroom because I want them to come here. Don't tell them that, that I'm on the street. Because I want them to go to the street because there's a word out there. Don't tell them I'm in the house because I want to go to the house. Amen. So they can be restored and they can be received and they can be taught and where they can learn. So he'll put himself in a place 
When you say he's not talking, he's not listening. But you got to get the revelation of it. He is. He's calling you. You know when your child is like, Mom, is that that's you? Are you in there? No, I'm in here. So you go here. I thought you was in here. No, I'm in here. So you change. How many of you want to be God? You run after God. You seek after God. And that's what God is doing, I believe, in this hour and season where we are. Because we have become so familiar with church. So familiar with the people of God. So familiar with leaders and what we're supposed to say to them, how we're supposed to go to them when God said, I want you to come to me. I want you to come to me. So we're in situations where some of us don't want to live. Some of us don't even want to go to church. Some of our ways, God said that's good. Because I want them to hear me. But don't take it personal. When somebody says, I'm not listening. And, and their demeanor and how they posture themselves, letting you know they're not paying attention. God says, stop praying. They're not hearing me, which is good. But, Lord, I pray they hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So reverse that and quit taking it personal. Because sometimes we can take it personal. Yeah. Am I right, amen, leaders? We can take it out. I told them, I showed them, and now, Lord, Lord, it ain't about you. So send us to me what we're supposed to send them in. We're not the people's blessed hope. God is. So we're supposed to direct them to him anyway. So they ain't got no business listening to you all the time. No way. Listen to me. My voice. My voice. But let's give balance. He gives us leaders. He gives us our pastors and teachers to lead in God. But they should be guiding you right back to the Lord, not to the flesh. I'm going to give God a hand to Hallelujah. First thing first, the benefits of morning prayer. The benefits of morning prayer. As we talked about earlier, how it conditions the spiritual body. Just like exercise in certain parts, it conditions certain areas. You want something to work on your, your abs, or you're doing crunches, or what we don't like, do them sit-ups. You know, you want to work on the quads. I talked about how to lift them weights. You just getting too buff up here. Busting out all your suits. Amen. You ain't going for no competition. I like what I see. It's all right. Put, put the weight down sometimes. Because, you know, what? he was kind of conditioning himself because he wanted bigger arms or he wanted his legs to be built. But how many of you are conditioning your mind in prayer? And conditioning the spiritual Spiritual part, the spiritual being, the mind. Let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. That you will have the mind of Christ. So when you pray, when you have the mind of Christ, you're not praying foolishly. The mind of Christ is praying his word. Hallelujah, for he's worth on every word. In the beginning was the word. The word is Jesus. The anointed one is Jesus. So you got to condition your mind that it will be strengthened. you got to condition your eyes. So many times we see things in the corner, in the natural. But we got to get to a place to know that second, so what's that, second Corinthians 10, 4, that the weapons of our warfare are not corners, but they're mighty through God, through God, through the pulling down of what? Every stronghold and casting down every vein of imagination. So you have to condition your eyes to see God. His eyes go to and fro. The Lord, I will guide them with my eyes. So you have to condition your eyes. And when you see something, you Because you see it, you have to reverse it with the spirit of reversal. If you have a child that, that, that's not saved, and they may be doing all that as a thing. And somebody said they just got through cutting up. And you just saw it cutting up. But it's not lying to yourself. But it's speaking and commanding the great I am. I just saw her walking in the street. 
hands of God. Yeah. He has children. He will raise his children. Yeah. He will follow his children. Yeah. He will get a saved wife. Yeah. He will declare you yeah. Leave those things bigger as they were. So it's almost you, if it's like they see you, you're not really lying to yourself, but you're just speaking into existence. You're standing on the word of God. You're standing on the promises of God. And all the promises may not be so clear, but I believe that I continue to speak that you know what? That my children will rise up and call me blessed. They probably just cussed me out on last night. They probably just disrespected me the other day. It'll show you how to pray. 
It'll show you what to say, how to attend to the things that you're not getting results. Have you ever dealt with some things you've been praying about and you're not getting results? We need to go back and say, well, can you give me a strategy? Amen. Show me how. Amen. We're praying and we're exercising. We're exercising as we walk. Amen. We're putting on the arm of God and having your feet shot with the gospel of peace. We know the word says in Psalms that he has already ordered out just the footsteps of a righteous man. It's what? Ordered by the Lord. So you have to order your steps in prayer. Lord, where do I go? Spiritually, Lord, show me which way to go. Show me how to walk out this word in my in, 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 in my circumstance. Lord, show me how to pray the word of God effectively. He was talking about things that he used to say. You know, Lord, surprise me. <laughs> Lord, surprise me. And I had to go back and say, God already knows. So you started saying, Lord, show me. I wait, oh God. If I found favor in your sight, that means if my life has been lining up with your word and your will is your word and your word is your will and I'm walking in the will of God, I can say, Lord, I walked away before you. Show me now your favor. You know you've been walking crooked and you've fallen and slipping. You can't pray that kind of prayer. So you got to be real with yourself. And then you got to go back, rewind, and say, okay, I see why I'm not getting this off. Quit talking about you know why you're not getting this off. You know why you're not getting this off. Because your life is not lining up with God. God will only honor his word. He's going to honor your tears, your shout, your dance. You're running around the church. He's not going to honor none of that theatric. He said, well, my word. I said my word. And it healed it. When I said my word, it will not return unto me more. But it will accomplish in the thing. Come on, this is the word. He said, it will accomplish in the thing which he Please. Yeah. Not what you do. This is the word. So what is that thing that's pleasing to God that you are praying? That he said it will will not return it to him void. So we got all this stuff mixed up. And the thing I do, no, not the things you do. He said he will not. His word won't return to him void. Yeah, yeah. But it will accomplish. And the thing, one thing. That thing. So find that thing. That one thing that you're praying. Deal with that thing. Say, Lord, is this please? Is this you? Now let's go to the next thing. I got okay, Lord, I got you now. Now there's this thing here. You know, I'm dealing with some issues. You know, with my parents. Lord, is this Lord, I want to cut them off. But you said, no, you say honor them. Okay, I found that thing. Okay, as I honor you, do your work. Doesn't matter how they treat me, doesn't matter what they say to me, it's what I do for them because you said I have to honor them. Not what I do. Okay, that thing, that thing, that thing. You say, Lord, uh, uh, love those that despitefully. I mean, Lord, they just do it on purpose. They just nasty. They just tear me down. They run on me. They do all this, oh God. Lord, I want you out praying to pray. They don't use me. I know it's just a Take them out. Oh, yeah, I haven't prayed so recently. <laughs> <laughs> you know, used to be mine. I didn't say you were a favor. Lord, kill it. He's not going to search it. He's the devil. He's called an attic. But I had to go back. And listen to my prayer. I said, I know I told you to kill it. And I told you to kill it. Now I'm going to I know what your word says, but it's your will that they all be saved. So, 
So I don't care if it's two or three scriptures that you got to turn. Go and study because this is your word. You said in your word that I'm blessed going in. And I'm blessed going out. You said in your word that I am the head and I'm not the tail. I'm the leather and not the bottom of God. You said in your word that I'm fearfully and I'm wonderfully made. Marvelous is the hand of your word. You said in your word, oh God, that, 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 that if I walk up right before you, that I will eat the good of the land. Lord, you said in your word that you would save my whole household, my children. You said that you would strengthen me, that you would give me joy. And you begin to pray the word of God. And God said, now. Because yeah. I can relate to my words. I can't relate to that screaming and hollering and, and, and just throwing these spiritual tantrums that we do. God, I see that and I read every day. But yet and still, bring my word before me. Because I'm God that I watch over my word. And he says what? He watches over his word to to bring results. Come on and give God a hand and pray. Hallelujah. Praying for instruction. That means you're going to posture yourself in prayer. Amen. Let's go back. We're going to deal with the word posture. And posture, it says the relative disposition of part of something, the disposition of the limbs or the carriage of the body as a whole. Then I look up the word Disposition. It's the predominant or prevailing tendency of one's spirit, natural, mental, and emotional outlook. So you have to posture yourself in prayer. And how you do that is you posture yourself through the Word of God. That means that all of you have to line up with the Word of God. That means your thoughts have to line up with the word of God. Because sometimes we can go into prayer and we can be angry and we can think some things that we know that's not right. But yet and still we want God to honor our prayers. Because I know your thoughts. I know what you're thinking. I know what you, I know what you did last night. I know how you're feeling. You posture your, you posture yourself in the word of God, not just with your thoughts, but you posture your mouth. Lord, what am I speaking? Life and death is in the power of the tongue. One minute we speak life, and the next minute we speak death. So we have to be careful what we do. He says that what? With your mouth, you speak of me, but your heart is so far from me. So God knows all of this. So these things, when you posture yourself yourself through prayer, you have to know what God is calling you to do. You have to posture yourself in prayer like your host was at me. When Moab and and, uh, even when they were coming up against him, it's a vast army. He said, Lord, I don't know what to do, but my, on you. So he had to posture himself toward heaven and seek the face of God. He didn't look at what was coming up against him. And everything was around him. Because if we look at our situation, you're talking about you almost fainted. We will faint. But when we posture our minds to see God, to see things in the way that God sees, and to say and to pray the way the Lord will have us to pray. Early in the morning, you would say, seek my faith. And I say, Lord, your faith will I see. So learn to position yourself in prayer. Learn to instruct yourself in the morning by the work. And learn to know that God knows what's in our that you got to pray, Lord, remove all of this malice and anger and 
jealousy and envy, doubts. Okay, doubts. But you got to believe. James says that if you doubt, you already count up to Don't even think he's going to answer because you already doubt. But you got to believe when you pray that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Be diligent to pray every morning to rise up to give God the first fruits of your day. Not an afterthought, but the first fruits of your day. And trust me, God will bless your life. Even when you would have some situations and you know you've been, have you ever been in a battle? But it doesn't even feel like you've been in a fight. Because you gave it to the Lord. And you learn. You say, guess what? This battle, it's not yours. It belongs to the Lord. God bless you all. <laughs>